On Rutherford Issues today, we are talking about Rutherford County Schools. School Board Member Tiffany Johnson joins me here in studio. And I uh, hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I did, thank you. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Yeah, good. G- glad to have you here today. Uh, tell me a little bit about uh, how long you've been serving on the school board. I am entering my third year, um, so it's my first term, entering my third year, mm-hmm. first term. Wow. So you've seen a lot in that uh, three years, haven't you? That is an understatement. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> um, you know, I've, I have known many of the uh, school board members for, for decades who, who have served and um, some who are, are no longer serving and some who still are and uh, Chairman Coy Young and, you know, and many others. But I have to think and, and in conversations with those folks that I've talked to this this last year has had to be the most challenging thing. Maybe they've some say it's the two most challenging thing they've dealt with in their entire adult life. I could imagine that. Um, you know, I, I think you kind of roll with it. Yeah. Uh, you're going to get something new every year. Um, I thought the biggest thing we would face was rezoning. Um, and that is clearly not the biggest thing we're facing. Uh, so, you know, I think it's just how we handle it, what we deal with, um, how we choose to see it and our attitudes. I, th- I think it's, it's difficult, no doubt. Um, but it's, you know... It is what it is. Well, I know the the rezoning for Rockvale High School was very interesting. So um, I guess that and and what we're dealing with with COVID and and all, it just goes to show you that if your goal is to make 100% of folks happy about a decision that's made, you're not going to, it's not going to happen. That's nearly impossible, (laughs) right? Yeah, (laughs) it really is. So um, let's talk a little bit about... um, how things have been working with with COVID and and with some schools going on distance learning if you know they have contact tracing and maybe some teachers are having to uh, quarantine because of that that's really it's it's not necessarily the virus going through the schools it's contact tracing isn't it that's right that's absolutely right you know our numbers for positive tests of our students and teachers is low uh, it is the contact tracing that's keeping and you know before I say anything else our teachers our administrators our parents they're heroes I mean I could not imagine the pressure that our teachers and administrators are under so uh, it's no wonder that that they're probably getting sick more frequently than they would of before. Um, but yes, it's the tracing and we're doing our due diligence and we're doing our best to prevent closing down schools, which was never our, I, I, I want to say it was never our plan, was never my plan. Um, our kids need to be in the classroom and, and that's important. So tracing has helped us keep our schools open, but it is very problematic because mm-hmm. it keeps a lot of absences. Well, and kind of what I've seen from, let's pick Rocky Fork. Uh, I think it was elementary. Um, I can't remember which one. One of the Rocky Fork schools there, um, you know, they had a, a bit of an issue, so went on distance for about a week or so, and then you come back and, and, and you're doing this on a per-school basis instead of making a decision for the entire system because, you know, if it's a school of a 1,000, it shouldn't really affect the entire district. Uh, that, that seems to be from my layman's looking at it how things have gone is is that kind of what you see 
I would say so, yes. Yeah. I think part of the misunderstanding for families, which is really where um, we, we we suffer, is if you have children in the middle school and the high school and the elementary school, say, uh. and one school closes for tracing, the misunderstanding is why aren't they all? Um, and, well, it's volume. It's There's a lot of variables that go into it. How many positive traces are there? Um, so it's, it's not a perfect science. And we are, I hate to say this, but learning as we go like sure. everybody else that you bring up an interesting point uh you and i are both are parents my kids are older so thankfully i you know i don't have one in element elementary school and one in middle school or something like that because that could be tough if you had you know little johnny at home but Susie is is going to school at middle school and then how do you do that as a parent so that 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 can be hard yeah, it is challenging. Um, it's also part of the challenge for our distance learners. When you have multiple children in one home, you have to think about devices and connectivity. And um, so it, there's there's some variables. On the surface, it seems like this is super easy or it could be easier. Uh, but there are so many things that aren't maybe publicly discussed mm-hmm. that play a role. Tiffany Johnson is with us today as we talk about uh, Rutherford County Schools. I know um, my daughter has told me on numerous times <laughs> that you know I, I just don't think I can sit in front of a computer and learn and there are so many kids that are that way some excel at it and that's fine but not everybody can and so you know school has never really been a, a one-size-fits-all approach either so absolutely. that's part of the challenge here isn't it? it is I mean I, I think you you absolutely hit it uh, some children do thrive in that environment and we have a virtual school now uh, which are we just uh, finished accepting applications for the second half of the year for the virtual school um, some children will thrive in that environment some won't uh, and then you know we have to think about our CDC students as well when we we closed down a school that was one of the questions how do we handle those kind of um, particular needs and specific needs and so uh, those are things we have to consider yeah uh, you know the it, it really comes down to not only from the the central office but each individual school the principals the administration down through you know with the teachers i mean this each school is is just really doing the 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 very best they can in a very challenging time I, you know it would be really tough to be a t- teacher right now absolutely Absolutely. And everybody's doing a great job. I mean, and every school is dealing with it in their own way to some level. Um, And and I think that's important. They know the the administrators know their families best, their communities best. Um, So not every school is going to look the same. And that's okay, I think. Um, But we need to make sure that our kids continue to be educated. They continue to get the best education. That's why people come here. Um, And I think it's important that regardless of the covid situation or any anything that might come in our way we have to remain focused on our students and the education i'm really interested interested to see what happens when we are past this pandemic to see how this changes the way we do education uh you know i've i've heard some say well there really should never be another snow day in the future (laughs) you know and things like that i don't know if we're going to go that far but um, you know, I think we've learned so much and we continue to learn, but this, we had SARS a few years ago. Mm-hmm. This isn't the only thing that, that, that we've gone through. This has had a highest, a higher impact, but 
we'll learn and get better from it, don't you think? I think so. I think we're hyper aware in some ways. I think we need to be because we're, there's so many unknowns. Uh, but I think we'll learn a lot. I think a lot of people will miss James Evans' phone call in the morning if we don't do <laughs> yeah. uh, snow days anymore, weather days. But uh, I think we'll be better for having been through this. Right yeah. now it's tough, but um, we're learning a lot. And we're not saying that that's going to happen. I just saw an interesting tweet um, just a second ago with the snow today down in, um, I guess it's the uh, Winchester area. They're dismissing schools if their um, kids live in Swanee, you know, on the mountain, Mm -hmm. you know, and so because that place gets snow before. Mm -hmm. Well, that kind of goes into, you know, if we've got a higher COVID concentration or contact tracing, will those schools go to distance learning? So, I mean, it just made me think about that and you hear people talk about it, but um, not saying that that's going to happen, but we will learn so much more from this. And, you know, you've touched on something that I want to dive into a little and that is kids learn better in the classroom. You obviously know this, you've, you've studied this, you have experts who say kids do better, learn more when they're in the classroom. I know we're in a pandemic, so how do you balance those things? Where, how did you fall into the decisions that you made? Um, both uh, as a school board member and a parent, uh, those are very dif- difficult decisions to make. Um, I have seven children, and so some of them thrive on an individual study basis. Um, some absolutely need to be in the classroom, and it's it's hard. People have asked me, well, when making major decisions for the schools uh, coming into this, actually, what are you going to do for your kids? And I said, well, I have 50,000 kids at this point. I never make a decision for my children that I wouldn't consider every child, and that's sometimes very difficult, um, but, you know, I I don't know that there's a a good answer to that question. I think you have to look at every variable. We're not medical professionals. Um, We have to, I visit schools. I see my own children. I talk to a lot of other families. Um, You have to pray about it and hope that you make the absolute best decision. And I'm not afraid to say that I made the wrong decision if I make the wrong decision, but we have to be able to back up and punt and have that constant conversation. Um, We know that some of our students probably aren't going to be as successful distance learning. And some parents have made some really great decisions to send their kids back to school, but very tough decisions. Um, The mask mandate was one of the major reasons why parents were on that line, that fence. They didn't know if without masks were their kids as safe. Um, And so another tough decision we had to make but um, common sense and and our children do much better with the masks and the environment than us adults do Um, so I I think that it's difficult and there is no right answer well as a parent I had a discussion and my daughter is older and so you know she is technically an adult now Mm -hmm. so you know at, at some point those conversations and I can guide and, you know, hear the pros and cons, but she decided that she wanted to go uh, to school in person because distance learning just wasn't, um, uh, it was more of a challenge for her. And I respect that. 
and you know but each child is different i mean um my son is is in college but he's doing all his courses online and he's doing very well at that so but and that's two different kids in my own house i'm sure you've got the very same thing yes yes we do um my daughter my daughter and my son are both at the university one at mtsu one at uh, north alabama and their classes are virtually all online i think most of them if not all of them are online so um you know it's it's just we've got to grow we've got to learn we've got to be um work together to see what we can do to make this the best possible outcome we can have in spite of the challenges that it it creates so um distance learning is something that could be valuable i hate that we had to explore with it in real time yeah um because i don't i don't think that many many of our students need to be in the classroom there's just no no question about it well, and, and I know the mask thing has, has been, you know, uh, pros, cons, you know, this, that, and the other, but you said something a second ago that I think is, you know, um, right on the nose. Kids are doing a whole lot better at this than adults are. <laughs> they, they, it hasn't really polit- been politicized to them too much at this point. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, I think, I think the adults that are leading them have a lot to do with how they respond. And that's yeah. my first question to teachers, principals when I meet them. How are the kids doing? Um, and most of them are doing just fine. The older they get, I think it's a little bit more challenging. Um, but, but for the most part, I think everybody's cooperating as best as they, they can. Yeah. Tiffany Johnson joining us, uh, Rutherford County School Board member. Uh, this probably dominates conversations that you have with your constituents, doesn't it? Often, yes, yeah. right now. <laughs> and there's so many good things that are happening in yeah. our schools. Um, it's unfortunate that we have to be focusing on this. But talking to parents and teachers and, and administrators, I learn a lot. I, I learn about what their needs are, what they'd like to see, and collaboration is really important in what we do. So. I appreciate the conversations, even if sometimes they're difficult. Well, um, some of the great things that are going on out uh, in your district, there's a new elementary school. Maybe that, that could be another district. Is, is that Miss Bratton's district? Uh, I think that's Miss Moore's district. Miss Moore's district. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, all of those kind of weave around in the in the Thank south you. end of the county. But Plainview Elementary is coming up, and that's exciting. We uh uh, did not have a new school open this year, but this is coming up, isn't it? It is coming very quickly, in fact, and we need it. Um, as you know, with the growth, our schools are just pretty full, very full. Um, and one of the, I guess, silver linings, if you will, of what we're in now, the pandemic, is that distance learning has created space in our classrooms. Um, that's not necessarily real space, but at least it's in the facility space. So um, we're looking forward to a, a new a new school. Um growth is is a blessing um it also comes with a lot of challenges it it probably buys a little time amid a pandemic to get past that but as soon as everybody's back in the classrooms you're going to have so many schools just you know exploding with numbers uh i drive by siegel middle school every day and 15 portables i think mm-hmm. uh, it, i mean it, it, it's crazy and um, there there's it's just very difficult to keep up with the growth isn't it it absolutely is and and this is the calm before the storm if you will I think we'll eliminate by opening um, Plainview Elementary we'll eliminate some 30 portables if I'm not mistaken from our other elementary schools so uh, they will be used in other areas and other schools unfortunately but um, it is a little reprieve um, as we look at at building and, and things of that nature, are, are there other things on deck that you all are looking at as a school board? 
I think we're always looking at what comes next. Um, It's the responsible thing to do. We have a lot of maintenance to our facilities, deferred maintenance, which we've talked about over and over at board meetings. Um, And those those are issues we need to address rather quickly. so as far as building, I think a middle school probably would be next. I don't know when. Uh, I would like to see us maybe expand on some of the schools that we have, if that's possible. Uh, but we've got a great team. Uh, Trey Lee is looking at every option uh, and, and fiscally responsible options. So uh, not necessarily building schools, but maybe adding on or being creative in, mm-hmm. in how we accommodate all of the growth yeah well i mean gosh it's 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 so expensive what rockvale middle or rockvale high school was 80 million or something like that somewhere in there and uh goodness but just to show you the growth i mean that's that's a brand new high school and they're already one of the largest in the county yes i mean it's it's in terms of uh enrollment if not the largest, I, I think, think it is the largest, mm-hmm. uh, if I remember the numbers right, but I didn't want to misspeak on that. So, uh, I mean, it just goes to show you that uh, growth is here in the county. You could build a new middle school, elementary school, and high school high school every year and probably still be behind I, in, in I, some I, aspects. That's probably very true and very scary. Thank you yeah. for that. <laughs> but, yeah, um, you know, the, like I said, the growth is great. If you drive out Highway 99, which is my zone, um, Boy, they're just building and building and people. I, I mean, I, I can see why people want to come here. Um, I love it here. My family loves it here. We have great schools. We have great community. Um, so I, I I see the positive, but I also see the challenges. Well, um, see, I thought your zone was a little further over, but I because your daughter went to Riverdale, but she probably would have been zoned Rockvale, right? She was rezoned Rockvale, Okay, yes. yeah, okay. Well, that makes a little more sense now. Gosh, you drive out there, there are homes going up everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, and so um, it, it's wherever there can be homes. We're going to have an influx of people moving in from Nashville, we hear, you know, and it's it, the growth is, is going to continue at a rapid pace. I would say so. Yeah. I would say so. And our, that means our schools will continue to grow. But, you know, I'm, I'm confident that we can continue to do a great job. We already do. Um, you know, our, our state report card, I believe this last year was all fives. We we are a very, in fact, uh, TSBA, the Tennessee School Board Association, came uh, and did a retreat for the board a couple weeks back. And uh, the executive director there, Tammy Grissom, noted that it's exceptional that we are where we are. We, we have an exceptional system and we continue to make um, great gains. So I, I think that we'll deal with the growth and we'll do it well. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that everybody's looking forward to the next 20 or so days to get the Christmas break and and just have a little bit of time. At least this Thanksgiving break was you know, a moment to pause and take a big, deep breath and make that push. I think that was a really wise decision to, uh, you know, let's, let's take a few extra days here and see what we can make that push toward Christmas. Yeah, I, I think it was a good choice. I think also that um, whenever we have breaks, it, it makes me hold my breath a little bit because yeah. you hope that everybody is very responsible and stays safe and healthy. And I think for the most part, we're going to see that outcome. But uh, it's it's always the unknown. Yeah, well... The the school board and working together with central office and central office working with administrators and through the schools, I mean, this is, 
it's it's a it's a big like a big corporation. I mean, there's a lot of moving parts, and um, it, it seems to be going pretty well. I know not everybody agrees with everything, but that's that's not the way of the world, is it? I don't think so, and and that's a good thing. I think you yeah. know, uh, iron sharpens iron. So I think as long as we continue to have good conversations, and it is, I it is when I ran for school board, I'm embarrassed to say I really didn't know how much we do they do i had no idea um it's more than textbooks and teachers um it's big budgets and it's big decisions and it's safety and it's you know it's it's a big uh, but we have a great team so I'm, i'm thankful to be a part of it well, Tiffany, I appreciate you coming in and sharing some time with us today, and uh, come by anytime. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. All right. Thank you. Tiffany Johnson, Rutherford County School Board member, joining us here on Rutherford Issues today. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. If you missed any, just check WGNSRadio.com under Podcast and Rutherford Issues or wherever you listen to your audio and listen back to the program.